Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friends. Welcome to this week's episode. Today, I think, will be a shorter episode. I just want it to be an encouragement to you, kind of a a boost, something that you can chew on and meditate on. So I want to talk about how you talk to yourself and treat yourself and encourage you to be kind to you. Our inner critic can be negative so often and we want to be able to turn that into something productive where we can listen and really hear what we're saying to ourselves and about ourselves. A few years ago, uh, this came to my attention for the first time where I realized what exactly I was saying about myself. And it was when Olivia, who's five, was probably a year and a half or so, just at that age, you know, where they start copying what you say and what you say and talk about kind of um, sounds different out of the mouth of a little baby. (laughs) Cause I had said about myself multiple times about little mistakes. And I, I don't know why I remember this so specifically, but it was something like I had left a casserole in the oven too long or something. And I remember saying, Oh, that was stupid. And it like registering, wow, that's not what I would want to say to anybody else. And I wouldn't want my little girl to start talking about herself as being stupid because we're not, we might make, we might even make stupid decisions, but we're not stupid. And the words that we speak over ourselves and others can be so powerful and are so important. I mean, look at what God created the universe with. Like he spoke everything into existence. Our words are powerful and we can speak life or we can speak death. Like there's that much power in our tongue, the Bible says. So I don't, I don't want you to feel heavy. I want this to be life-giving. So I want to provide some examples of ways that maybe you can flip the script on how you're talking. So I'm pretty sure everybody has, most everybody has heard of affirmations and speaking those over your life, different areas of your life or different people or yourself. And it can feel really funny when you start doing this. Um, I write them out most of the time. I don't usually speak them out. I would like to do that more because I know there's so much power in making that declaration. And kind of on a side note, one of my favorite affirmations that I learned from my friend, Jesse Larson is just stating your name. Um, She has a whole podcast episode just on that affirmation. Uh, You can go look it up on positively. You is her podcast, but it is just, I am Emily Lewis and we can stand in the power of who we are exactly who we are in our worth, in our identity, in the value that we've been created and uniquely made just so 
So cool. So just starting affirmations with that statement has been really powerful for me because then I can stand up and say, this is who I am and this is um, where I'm going and the words that I want to speak over my day and life and journey. So for some specific examples, like regarding what I just said, I would like to be more consistent with speaking out affirmations, not just writing them. So I could say, man, I'm not very consistent. And that's kind of the negative and what I think we need to move past when we're speaking about ourselves. And then the second could be something like, I want to be more consistent. And that's putting the intention out there of what we want to be doing. And then we could take that to the next level and say something like, I am learning to be more consistent. And now we're getting positive. And then the next, I don't want to say the next step, but, but another layer of we could do that would be, I am showing up with consistency and retraining ourselves. Do you know what? I am being consistent or I am learning to be respectful. I am being kind. I am a gentle mom or I am a successful businesswoman, whatever that is that you are growing towards, you can speak it out like it already exists. And it might feel funny doing it for the first time if it's not something you practice with, or like even if I've gotten away from it for a while, saying them out loud can just feel funny. But like I said, if we start with the affirmation of truths that we know, like even our name, and that you get to be you is a great place to start. And then things can flow from there. Another way that you can be kind to yourself is to honor where you are at in your journey. It can be so easy to feel discontent with where we are at in our journey, to feel behind or to feel the weight of everywhere that we want to get to. We can want healing to come and bless us so that we just get to move on from this current like season. We can want to close the chapter that we're in or any pains just so that we can get past it. And comparison can creep in with judgment and lies telling us that we don't have enough answers yet or that we should be putting in more work. Like comparison just wants to steal from us. Laura Casey says that Comparison is not just a thief of joy, it is the thief of everything. When we are looking behind us and going, oh, I'm better than so-and-so, or looking ahead of us and saying, I wish I were there, it just steals from us. And we can be gracious and kind to ourselves and just be happy and content with exactly where we are. And just put one foot in front of the other. You are not behind the point and the destination is the journey. It is the walking with Jesus. So we can be very excited even about this place, this exact place that we are at right now. And when we are comparing ourselves to others, it's really easy to feel guilty or ashamed for where we're at. And there's no reason to feel bad for where you are the lessons that you're learning uh, or what you're unlearning, be kind to yourself, honor where you are. If you're used to feeling guilt trips or needing that kind of negative motivation, you can let it go. 
It might look like affirmations. It might be incentives or just buying yourself something fun or treating yourself, just finding ways to honestly love yourself. And that can feel really strange if we're not used to that in whatever context or culture that we were raised in. Loving yourself can feel selfish, but I would encourage you start with knowing that God loves you just the way that you are completely. And you can too. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself like you would want somebody to treat your daughter or your son or your niece or your nephew. Talk to yourself that way and reframe the negativity. When it comes in, acknowledge it and then speak something else out. So in the example I gave about me saying, well, that was stupid. We can say instead, I'm so glad for this opportunity to learn, or I'm going to do new, I'm going to do better next time. Just having grace, letting it go. Like if it were a coworker, you would let it go, right? You would just, well, that was a mistake. And you might even think, well, I wish they'd have done it differently, but we move on. We don't harp on them and we can give ourselves the same kind of kindness that we would extend to another person. And I'm not talking about just completely ignoring our wrongdoing. Like I said, acknowledge those things, acknowledge the negative feelings, ask where they came from, but then speak life in kindness and grace over yourself. God does. And if someone that's so holy and perfect and sovereign can do that and extend kindness and love and mercy towards you, you can do the same for yourself. And if you're sitting there and you feel any resistance coming up when I talk about loving yourself the way that God loves you, and you want to take the next step toward a deeper relationship with God as a whole, my three-dimensional mini course is a great place to start. Uh, The audio trainings will walk you through the most common ways that you can grow your connection with each member of the Trinity. And the worksheets are designed for you to process what you learned and help you take action towards your goals so that you can believe that God loves you and wants relationship with you just the way that you are. And hey, this could be a great way for you to treat yourself and love yourself. I would love to support you in this next step. Until next week, I hope that you truly know how loved you are and that you find fun ways to celebrate you and to be kind to yourself. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, Emily 
www.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's Emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.